What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. And now. And now, back to Hale Varsity Radio. Back with you, Tail Varsity Radio, presented by Currency, Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal. It is basketball season. That's right. Nebraska tipping off against Maine, uh, 7 o'clock tonight, PBA. Creighton also in action. We welcome in longtime coach uh, with Lincoln Southeast, Hall of Famer, and uh, assistant with Nebraska basketball, Jeff Smith back with us. Coach, you ready for... Well, the hardwood, man, it's still a little bit of football it's season. It's basketball season, Chris. <laughs> it is basketball season. Here we go. That's right, man. It's uh, it's going to be uh, an interesting season, a little different feel with Fred and Nebraska, and, and also the, the expectations are as high as they've ever been for Coach McDermott and, and Creighton. I want to kind of get your take here on – on Fred and the the roster, the the new look roster, and that's always been a constant with Nebraska basketball. It's always shifting, always moving. You've got a couple, three guys that are returners, but for the most part, it's a bunch of new faces. I, I think Fred's beyond the name tag stage, but you know what? It's going to be more half court versus run and gun. Yeah, it's going to be execution versus breaking people down all the time, and and, and I'm kind of looking forward to that. I think I think Fred is a is an offensive genius in a way, and 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 I think in the past three years they've gotten great shots, but but I don't know if they've had the guys to execute and and you know and take the shots that they should be and make the shots that they should be taking. But I, I think it starts with Sam Greasel. I think he's a very experienced. It's great that he's from Lincoln just for fan interest and us to watch, but also when you have a six, seven point guard that has some toughness and some leadership skills and will, will get you into, into offenses and will both, you know, both exhibition games, he went and got a dunk uh, at a time where they needed it when they're to start to come back against Colorado um, to, to send a message to Shadron state and our bench um, and he can post up it instead of breaking people down. He can post up at times, and so I'm kind of excited to see what Sam does at the point for us as far as the leadership, execution, um, point guard goes. He, you know, we have to see how he does against you know Big Ten, Power Five, speed and quickness. Um, but I'm excited about him to start things off. Let's spend a minute on on Sam and his mentality. You and I got a chance to see him at East and. Phenomenal. So excited for him to go play ball at North Dakota State. Even more excited for him to, to come back to Lincoln with his size. But, you know, when it comes to translating, Nebraska's had their share of point guards under Fred that are just freak athletes. Guys that can shake you. Some guys that can get to the rim. I think of Verge and, and how he closed out against uh, it was either Ohio State or Wisconsin last year. That's that version of Verge is what you needed to see all year. So Nebraska's going with a guy that's got a little size and is a is a really good athlete as well. But uh, tell me about Sam and his translation. I mean, is is that a big concern or question? I don't. I, with his experience, the great thing about Sam is he he's played so much basketball. He didn't have to, you know sent the bench and red shirt and he got he got to grow while he played so that experience i think is gonna is gonna pay off 
and his toughness that he developed as a player. And I wouldn't have projected him as a point when I saw him in high school. I thought he was a, a wing, you know, maybe a two, speed and quickness-wise, but definitely a three. And he does shoot it pretty well. But I think the difference between Sam and the, and the talented point guards we've had, because we've had talented point guards, is Sam has a, has a, has a really good feel for the, the flow of the game. And I think he also has a feel for who needs a touch right now or where do we need to get the ball right now? And I don't know. I think the guys we've had in the past are like, oh, I can do this for us now and I can make this play. That's a big difference in the style of play that I think we could possibly see with this group because of Sam's cerebral ability to play basketball. You mentioned style of play, Coach Smith, and the Big Ten. It's a conference that's predicated on the big man, post-scoring. That's where Nebraska's really been struggling in recent years. It's been on the glass and, and down low. What do you think is going to be more important for the success of this team this year? Is it, is it Sam Griesel and that guard player? Is it going to be what you can get from a guy like Blaze Kieter or, or Derek Walker when he comes back down in the low block? Yeah, I don't know if you can put one ahead of the other, but it's 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 one A and one B right there with the size. You know, hoping hoping Derek Walker um, gets healthy and and is a big part because I thought he had a good year last year as a junior and 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 competed and you know was strong for us. And w- by adding Keita to back him up with Breidenbach, if he you know stays healthy. Um, even Kojinets for a few minutes, who knows? But, you know, there's, they're your 7-foot, 6'11", 6'10", 6'9". That's the size we need to try to compete and protect the paint and have some physicality that's, and, and rebound the ball and maybe score around the basket or get to the line a little bit more. Uh, crucial in the Big Ten. I don't, and I don't care how you play or where you play, basketball, when it's crunch time, comes down to half court and scoring and getting stops in half court, I don't care how fast you play, it's going to come down to a couple half court possessions in crunch time when you're playing against good teams. Jeff Smith with us, longtime Nebraska assistant and Hall of Fame coach, high school level with us, Hale Varsity Radio. Coach, let's talk about Fred's playbook with this roster. And uh, I think Fred's a, a brilliant basketball mind. I think Fred's playbook's nice. Sometimes it was ignored. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sometimes they just, eh, I'm going to wave, wave off Fred and go one on yeah. five. <laughs> it just wasn't given a chance sometimes. Thank you. Know, you. They just didn't give it a chance. Yeah. yeah. And, and as far as the enforcement of, well, this is what I called, so please run it. You know, I, I think you're, you're more apt with this roster and with Sam, the ball in his hand, to, to get some of that execution. You know, what do you foresee here? Uh, if things click with Fred and his sets and his specials, uh, th- does Nebraska have the horses, so to speak, to execute what, at least on, on the whiteboard, looks really good? I think they can execute. I think they're going to, you know, his game is a lot of uh, on balls, a lot of uh, ghost screens where they kind of fake an on mm-hmm. ball and then pick and pop a little bit. Um, to create some penetration. I know they've worked hard on a lot on, on hitting a seam and kicking it, maybe driving again and kicking it. Bigs, bigs picking and popping and picking and rolling, mixing that up a little bit. I think that's what we're going to see. And like I said, I think all three years they've had a lot of the looks they want. The big question mark is, can they, when the lights are on and the popcorn's popping, can they shoot You know, up up in the high 30s as a team, get above – 35% as a team consistently. If they can, I think they'll win some games. If they stay down in the 20s, I think it's going to be a struggle just like it has been. 
but he'll have designs that they can get people you know, come screening and then coming off and you know pick the picker type action. Mm-hmm. Uh, set get a handoff and then come right back off of a big and then maybe make an extra pass to the corner. Um, they'll have actions like that and and you know roll and replace action where a shooter comes up when the big's rolling and so in those reads I, I he'll have the stuff there. It's can you step up and knock shots down when when you have to and and shoot that percentage that you need to if you're going to take that many especially. Coach Jeff Smith with us here on Hale Varsity Radio. And, Coach, give me a potential X factor for the team this season. I think last year you look back, C.J. Wilcher was a guy not talked a lot about in preseason, but he stepped up in some big-time moments last year and made a name for himself. Are there any guys you're watching like that this year? Maybe we're not talking about them all that much, but you think they could be an X factor maybe off the bench this season? Yeah, I'll give you two of them, and I don't know if they're coming off the bench. Right now, Juwan Gear would be my number one X-Factor. He's played well in both exhibition games. I've watched a couple practices. He, he gets after it. He plays hard. He's kind of a do-it-all guy. He can shoot the ball in the hole some. He can go get offensive rebounds. He defends pretty well. Um, he, he can shoot mid-range. Uh, I've liked what he's brought so far, and, and hopefully that carries over to the regular season. I, I really like Bandamel because he can defend and he can take some pressure off of Sam and defend the point guard, and then De- Denham Dawson will back him up doing that. But they're both, you know, very good defenders. They want to be good defenders, and Bandamel also, from what I saw, provided some leadership um, along with Sam. So you had a kind of a one-two punch there, and we know how important leadership is. Another thing that I think, you know, just to just to talk some more. <laughs> Bright, this is kind of this is kind of Breidenbach's time that we we need to see what he can do. We need can can he really shoot the ball? Can he really guard somebody that's a little quicker than him with his length? Can he give us some strength inside and and you know help us on the perimeter a little bit too? Because that's what he was recruited for. It's kind of his time here as a starter. If he's going to be a starter, can can he do those things? Wiltshire's remade his body. Uh, and uh, he's a guy that is a catch-and-shoot. Do you like the work he's put in to create off the dribble if given the opportunity? I do. I think he needed to get stronger. He needed that probably confidence of a little, and, and, and maybe through the wear and tear of the season that he can establish himself as a little more consistent player. Um, my question is, though, is, is he better as a sixth man coming in when the other team's a little tired playing against the – the, you know, the second team on net for them, I, I don't know yet. I, I don't think he played great in the exhibitions as a starter. Sometimes that's a little adjustment. Um, but I think that, you know, I think there's definitely a good role for him. His strength has to help him. Um, I, I, and I, I'm, I just really want to see where he's going to fit in as far as starter versus maybe a, a really good sixth man. The old Vinnie Johnson question mark, huh? The old microwave? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, and the other kid that I've kind of liked so far, well, two of them really, Jamarcus Lawrence has shown he can shoot the ball. Can he maybe compete with Tamanaga for time if he can shoot it in the hole? Because he's 6'3", a little longer. And then Ramil Lloyd Jr. is raw, but you know he may have to play a little backup point guard, pray that Sam never gets hurt because he's really our only true point guard if we can call him a true point guard. But Ramil Lloyd maybe get some time early here and see if we can develop him as a guy that can come off the bench and give us a few minutes too. Coach, how important is it for this team to get off on the right foot tonight? Last season, they didn't get off on the right foot, and I think there was a little demoralization factor that played in early last season. How important do you think it is in the grand scheme of the season that Nebraska gets off and gets a big win tonight? 
Yeah, you know, I was thinking of that when I was listening to the Colorado game, that, that really that game was probably better for them than last year's Colorado game. I think we had some false expectations after that game, and I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. I think I think we need to win at least three of the first four, and, and if we can get St. John's on the road, that'd be huge. But we have to, you know, we have to convincingly – play well and beat Maine, Omaha, Arkansas, Pine Bluff with, with no question, you know, and show improvement each of these games. Take a shot at St. John's. We really need to go into that Oklahoma game 3-1 and one or 4-0 or and oh with some confidence that we're going to make shots and how we're going to play. And, and, and the other thing we kind of ignored talking about is they're emphasizing defense. I've, I've gone to a few practices. Coach Linzer and Coach Howard, they are working their tails off on the defensive end They've kind of changed their philosophy to a no-middle philosophy. I like what they're trying to do, um, and it, they are definitely emphasizing it. If that carries over, that can keep you in some games and give you a chance and get some, put some strings, some stops together if you're in a little offensive slump and maybe get a, you know, get one, steal one that you maybe wouldn't have last year. Like what you hear, high-quality radio and podcast is part of what we do at Hale Varsity. Hey, it's Chris Schmidt with Hale Varsity Radio, and I wanted to offer listeners of the Hale Varsity Radio Show podcast $10 off the price of an annual subscription. That means that you can get everything we do, 10 issues of our monthly magazine, our annual football yearbook, and all the premium content we produce at HaleVarsity.com. Just go to HaleVarsity.com backslash subscribe and enter in the promo code GBR for $10 off a full year of Hail Varsity. That's HailVarsity.com backslash subscribe promo code GBR. And now, and now back to Hail Varsity Radio. Jeff Smith with us, Hail Varsity Radio. Coach, uh, a win total uh, expectation. And I don't like going here, but Fred's said more than once he knows it's an important year. Yeah, it, it's hard. What's hard is that we could be better than we were last year, and in our league, it might not better. show up as yeah. much in the win column as we as we think. I mean, I, I I'd give anything to go 500 and just get in the NIT and get in a tournament. And Fred starts really building it here, knowing what he's uh, knowing that they're all all more guys recruiting on staff and getting players that that fit into to Fred and and the Big Ten a little better. Um, I'm hope I hope for 15, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, you look at the schedule and, and you look at Creighton's schedule. Same thing. It's, there's there's some games on there. <laughs> you were part of a build, though. I mean, you and Coach Knee uh, to you know the glory years of tournaments that were. You guys made tournaments after tournaments after tournaments. Uh, you four out of five uh, the run. But you've seen what what it takes build wise, and it's really you hit on it. It's got to be about fit. And then fit in your league, and the Big Ten's just murder. Yeah, we we fit the big. We recruited to the Big Twelve, Big Big Eight, and then Big Twelve. Well, you know, Danny did, um, and we had pros on our team. You know, and you you have to have some pros on your team if you're gonna if you're gonna be a factor in your in these conferences. That's just the way it is. And the other thing we had was we had some local kids that cared a lot about the program and didn't didn't put themselves first. They put Nebraska first, and and our teams got along pretty well when I was there. I know they had that you know one one year where you know they weren't happy with some things, but you know, that was one little blip. When I was there, and, and we had you know Piakowski and Chubbick and Tony Farmer and Rich King and 
those guys liked each other. Um, they played for one purpose, and that's why we won games. You know, they 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 took it kind of step by step. We just we got to get better in our league first. We got to now we need to go win a, a, a tournament championship. Now we got to get in the NCAA tournament. We just kind of took those steps and reached those goals, and then all of a sudden. Shoot, that one year we were a three seed all of a sudden without even, you know, didn't even know how good we were, you know. Um, but, yeah, it, it, can, it can be done. It, it definitely can be done. You get the right kids in here and make good decisions on recruiting and get them to play the right way and understand your league. Coach, Creighton is favored in the Big East. They are uber-talented. There's a lot of Final Four whispers. Coach Mack's done a, a great job. Uh, and that, that bullseye is on them. They, they've threatened before. They've been uh, a really incredible program. That being said, uh, tell me what you think of, of this year's Jays and and that pressure on their shoulders. Yeah, you know, you, you ask yourself, can they handle the hype? You know, are, they're going to be the hunted this year. They're not a they're not a sneaky mid major anymore. They're in a power five league, and they're favored to win that league. And they're in the top ten. There's going to be people hunting them. Um, I think they, I think they lost a little leadership last year and, and, but, but I think, uh, Shireman's going to bring that right back, right back in for them and help with, cause I think some of their guys are not, I don't think Nimhard's a real bold verbal guy. I don't, you know, I don't think, uh, I don't think their post is a real bold verbal guy. Kaluma is not a real bold, Kalkbrenner's not real bold verbal guy. So I think Shireman could, can kind of save them with leadership, but they are just super talented and deep. You, you do kind of wonder is, is one ball enough? Um, you got Sharif Mitchell coming back off injury. Uh, you, you know, you've got Trey Alexander who was unbelievable down the stretch for them with Nimhart when, when Nimhart and, and, and Sharif were hurt, but now they're all healthy. Um, Kaluma's, you know, there's NBA talk with him. Uh, Kalkbrenner's, you know, picked to be an all conference player. Um, you know, they had a, Mason Miller was a red shirt last year that wants to play. They've got a kid, Francisco Farabello from TCU, that is 38% three-point shooter that I know is going to want to play. They, they have the pieces, and I, I, I trust Coach Mack that he will get them to play the right way and, and put, you know, put the team first. But, but sometimes that can be a challenge when you have this much talent and only five guys can be on the floor. Well, the Huskers and the uh, Blue Jays squaring off here in a, a little under a month, I believe, as uh, Nebraska and Creighton going to renew that rivalry. Coach, before we get you out of here, who is Coach Smith's choice to be Nebraska football's next head coach? Wow. <laughs> you had to ask me that question? I had to put him on the spot. <laughs> so hang up. Oh, wow. That's the theme of the next two weeks. It's just, just, you, can, oh, you can just throw I something at a wall if you don't know. <laughs> um. Geez, I don't know. I kind of like the Kansas guy. If if we're not going to do Mickey, because I, I I I do think I do think there. I I think if we have just a little time, yeah. I think Mickey might might be the new style of coach that you know. Look at Deion Sanders. I know he's maybe not a great football coach, but do you think he relates to the kids? Do you think the kids want to play for him? Mm-hmm. Is Mickey that? Is Mickey? Can he develop into that? And I think he knows the game pretty well. Obviously, he's lacking some head coaching experience. We see that. But is he the new type of coach that, that you know, can be really honest with kids and motivate kids and they want to come play for him? They're going to run through a wall for him and he can, you know, and he can surround himself with a good staff. If, if he is, you know, 
I'd hate losing him, you know, and he goes on and is real successful. But I also think Trev's in a tough spot because, you know, there's a lot of pressure that this has to be the right hire. And I just, I just, I just like what Leopold's done at Kansas in two years and he's competing with the top teams and, you know, in the Big 12, and I think that just impresses me. He's, been, he's won everywhere he's gone. He's His lines of scrimmage get uh, get microwaved enough to to be good sooner rather than later, and they're physical, and their offense is fun, defense is good enough. But with, but with Mickey, to your point, I mean, listen, uh, Mickey's a motivator. Mickey's real. Mickey can recruit. And again, if you if you if you make some some staff additions here with guys that can coach up, you know it it could work. You know, Wisconsin and Iowa, and we we just talked about this, but they've shifted to being left for dead. To now they're both five and four, right? They're going to find their way to yep. six, seven, eight wins, maybe more. Uh, they've weathered the storm. They will get better. That's what I want yep. to see these next three weeks because I don't know what the win total is going to be, but can you can you stay strong and competitive, and and, and at least finish out still swinging? And I I don't know. I mean, Saturday is going to be a, a tall task, but uh, yeah, there, there's I, there's been glimpses, Coach, because you were in it till the injury against Illinois, and then for whatever reason you just went milk carton with the run game in the second half. Yeah, I, I just wish we would stick with that run, even if it's, you know, I'd rather go three out a few times trying to establish, continue to run the ball than three and out chucking it and the clock stopping. And yeah. I, I, I do get frustrated when people call in and criticize Mickey as, as a head coach. He, he was dealt a hand. He was dealt. Uh, you, you give him two years to recruit, then you call in and, and evaluate him because it's not fair to evaluate him right now. And, and the thing he has done is it looks like those kids are competing for a down. They haven't quit in games. It's, you know, obviously our, our number one quarterback was well ahead of the other guys. And, and with him out, we're just not quite the same offense, you know, very obvious. But um, I'd, I'd like to give him, see what he could do in two or three years of recruiting. Jeff Smith with his coach. We'll uh, see you down at PBA. Thanks for the time today. Sounds good. Go Huskers. Good to spend time with the Hall of Famer, Jeff Smith. A little football bonus there. Uh, longtime assistant in Nebraska basketball, Huskers, and Maine at 7. About 10 minutes away up in Omaha on ESPN Omaha with uh, KP and Jake Mielheisen. Hail Varsity winds down next.